0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, November 18th, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. The messaging app Line and Yahoo Japan jointly announced a basic agreement on a merger, aiming to finalize the agreement in December. The owners of the two companies, SoftBank and Naver, will form a joint holding company with a mutual 50% investment, with Yahoo Japan and Line becoming subsidiaries, as well as investing 340 billion yen, that's roughly 3.1 billion U.S., to take Line private. As part of the merger, the two companies plan to integrate their businesses by October 2020, after which it's expected to be Japan's largest internet company by revenue. Twitter made its ban on political ads official. The rules define political content as referencing a candidate, political party, elected or appointed government official, election, referendum, ballot measure, legislation, regulation, directive, or judicial outcome. It also bans ads that contain references to political content, including appeals for voters, solicitations of financial support, and advocacy for or against any of the above listed types of political content. Candidates, parties, governments, or officials, PACs, and certain political nonprofit groups are banned from any advertising altogether. An exemption will be given to news organizations with 200,000 monthly uniques or more that make their own content and focus on more than one issue. An exemption will also be given to cause-based content to allow ads that educate, raise awareness, and or call for people to take action in connection with civic engagement, economic growth, environmental stewardship, or social equity causes. This last exemption does not allow targeting by zip code or political preferences and can't reference or be run on behalf of entities based from ads like candidates or parties. T-Mobile announced that current COO Mike Sievert will succeed John Legere as CEO as of May first, 2020. Legere had been expected to step down after the completion of the Sprint T-Mobile merger. Legere was named CEO back in 2012. The Wall Street Journal and CNBC reported last week that WeWork had talked to Legere about taking over as CEO at that company, according to sources, but Legere later denied any talks took place. Microsoft confirmed that it will remove the Cortana app from the iOS and Android app stores on January 31st in the UK, Australia, Germany, Mexico, China, Spain, Canada, and India. A Microsoft spokesperson told The Verge that currently the app is still supported in the U.S. Microsoft says it plans to further integrate Cortana into Office 365. The company did not reveal how devices that use the Cortana app for configuration and firmware updates, like the Surface headphones, will work in those selected markets. At the Supercomputing Conference, Intel announced one API, a new programming model designed to abstract the tight coupling of ALML workloads to specific hardware, allowing developers to reuse code on different hardware. While this may sound similar to the write once run anywhere promise of Java, Intel's general manager of compute performance Bill Savage told Ars Technica, one API uses a different approach. One API uses a set of libraries that tie hardware agnostic API calls directly to optimized low-level code that drives the actual local hardware rather than compiling source code into bytecode that's executed by a virtual machine like Java. One API also introduces Data Parallel C++, a new variant on the programming language that allows very low-level optimized code to target multiple architectures. The One API Toolkit is available to use and test on Intel's DevCloud. Intel also released details about its upcoming high performance Z GPUs for data center workloads, codenamed Ponteficino. The GPU will come in three initial classes LP for entry level, HP for high performance in data centers, and HPC for exascale computing. The 7 nanometer Z HPC cards will debut in 2021 as part of the Aurora supercomputer, with consumer cards built on the 10 nanometer process coming in 2020. The Financial Times reports that ByteDance is in talks with Warner Music, Universal Music, and Sony Music to secure music streaming rights and plans to launch a music streaming service as early as next month, according to sources. The service would reportedly cost less than $10 a month and initially launch in Brazil, Indonesia, and India. Wikipedia co-founder Jimmy Wales has been slowly launching an alternative to Facebook called WT Social. You can sign up for free, but you'll be put on a wait list. If you pay, you don't have to wait. It takes no ads, but to skip the line costs $12.99 a month or $100 a year in the U.S. WT Social has about 78,000 users right now. The social network is topic-oriented and uses the community to enforce standards similar to how Wikipedia works. In fact, anyone can edit and delete content. And finally, Logitech announced the Adaptive Gaming Kit designed to work with the Xbox Adaptive Controller to make gaming more accessible to those with disabilities. The kit includes three small buttons, three large buttons, four light touch buttons, and two variable trigger controls that connect to the adaptive controller over 3.5mm jacks and USB and can be mapped to different functions for Xbox and PC games. It also includes both rigid and foldable game mats with Velcro ties for laying out the buttons. The adaptive gaming kit was developed in partnership with the Able Gamers charity, the Abilities Research Center at Mount Sinai, and Special Effect, and cost $99.99.